Hello, you're listening to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. If some of our discussions and tips are working for you, why don't you grab a 15-minute call with us at ecommercecall.com. We'll see whether we can help scale your e-commerce business. We will quickly see if we're a fit or whether we can recommend someone else to get you where you need to go. The worst case is you'll have a fun 15-minute chat and regardless, you'll come away understanding a lot more about your business. Book a call at ecommercecall.com. Hello and welcome to the Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast. This week, Ian and I are talking about abandoned baskets. We asked everybody on the email list all the questions about abandoned baskets, and we've gone through them one by one. We hope you found it useful. And of course, there's a download of the presentation we're going through if you want it in the show notes. So let's get started. Hello, Ian, how are you? Good afternoon, Mark. I'm okay. How are you Good. doing? Good. I'm all right. I always do the countdown like in Wayne's World where they do like five, four, and then I don't say the three, two, oh, one. Yeah. That's what I learned from Wayne's World. Or, or every rocket launch, you know, for the no, NASA they go, they, Or is it Wayne's World? Yeah. Who did it? Did Wayne's no, World do Wayne's it first? World is when they, no, Wayne's World, no, the countdown. They didn't own the countdown, but they don't mention, when you're doing TV, apparently, you don't, you don't count out loud the last three numbers. We grew up with Wayne's World. Yeah. Also, I tried to science. watch it. I tried it's... to watch it with my 14-year-old son, and he just was like, what is this rubbish? <laughs> it, doesn't, it didn't translate well. It didn't translate. <laughs> it? it was of the moment. Is it not yeah. timeless? No. He was just like, Dad, can we watch something else? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Anyway, I digress. Today we're going to do Abandoned Baskets. We've been doing it in the Facebook group. We've been talking to people on the email. We've got lots of questions for people. Some people don't know what an Abandoned Basket email is. Um, Many people are already doing them. Um, So we're going to go through some of the stats that we expect to see from Abandoned Basket emails. Seems to be a very popular subject. Um, So we're going to get into it. Um, okay. So, I mean, let's. What, what's our definition of an abandoned basket email? Do you want to just yeah take people through that? Yeah, yeah. So, I think mo- well, most people label it as an abandoned basket email, but in the mo in in most regards, people are actually talking about a checkout abandonment email. And the reason for yeah. that is is that in order to send an email you have to have an email address. And I know that sounds stupid, but in the, in a traditional e-commerce world, you don't get the email address until they get into the checkout. And that's when yeah. you can then trigger a basket abandonment email, but it's actually a checkout abandonment email because you've only, you've only got the email address in the checkout. So that's the first thing to point out. And that leads us on to the second thing is that the, the, the checkout abandonment email is, is, is obviously one of the most obvious things to do because you're focusing on the people who you know, you know what they've been looking at, you know what's in the basket, you know, they're really far down the buying cycle. So it makes sense to help them over the line. So you want to send as many as you possibly can do. So if you can yeah. get your email earlier on, you can trigger a basket abandonment email before they've even got to the checkout. And, and 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 I think most of the email platforms, I mean, this used to be super sophisticated, didn't it? I mean, we, we wrote our own software, like, you know, 10 years ago, we were like, oh my God, this is going to revolutionize the whole of the e-commerce world. 
and it took us a long time to build it. And by the time we'd built it, it was pretty much standard features <laughs> with every email platform. We the, thought we the, were going to get rich. We did. We'll be rich. Yeah. And then um, it became just one of the standard features because it was yeah. it was like one of those super obvious things to capture the email address somehow, keep it in the session, and then use it for yeah. the abandoned basket. And also, if someone's coming from your email, send the email address in the URL, you know, encrypted. And then the, the website knows what the email address is or the, yeah. who the subscriber is, and it can send it. So when we talk about abandoned basket emails, we, we most people are sending abandoned cart emails, sorry, abandoned checkout emails by default. Yeah. Um, and then once you've got your email system working, you can then actually do abandoned basket emails as well. We With these stats we're going to talk about, we talk about any of the um, abandoned basket and checkout emails there under the same banner, so abandoned basket. We're not talking about um, abandoned product emails or abandoned category emails, which is something we also do. Mm. Um, but these stats we're about to mention are mm. for people who've added something to the basket and gone to the basket page, at least. Yeah, or even or even abandoned search fork. So you, if you mm. search for stuff, you can do some of that. Um, mm. But basically, it means that, that if that they don't complete their order, so yeah, you know, that, that's basically what's happening. Is they're not completing their order, and we have their email address, and we want to 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 prompt them to come back. Yeah, you know, and that's yeah. the, that's the philosophy of it, and it makes absolute sense to do so. So let's so talk about are, what are the yeah. I was going to say talk about some stats. The recovery though. rate, and I know you don't like the recovery. You don't like the no, idea and I'll tell you recovery. why I don't like the word recovery in a second. But give it, give us the, give us the stats that we've got then on the okay. recovery rate. So, for what I've seen across um, some all the access with data we've got access to, is that twelve percent is what we aim for. Um, a recovery rate of under three percent is poor, and anything over fifteen percent is uh, is good. Now, this is the recovery rate of people who add something to the basket but don't buy. So, like, you obviously don't inc- include the purchasers. You include everybody who adds to the basket but doesn't buy. If you were getting a recovery rate of 15% of those, that's really, really good. 12% is what we normally aim for. If you're only getting three, so you're saying below, that's bad. You're saying that that if we sent a hundred basket abandonment emails. 12 if 12 people bought from that email you'd be you'd be you'd be that'd be pretty happy uh yes i think so so we're not talking <laughs> about total amount of people who abandoned because we don't have the email addresses for everyone yeah because of the emails that we're able to send yeah so yeah. the more emails we're able to send the better yeah 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 so exactly. the 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 re, so basically just to repeat that twelve percent is what we aim for. Poor is under three. Great is over fifteen. Yeah. And 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 the reason why I don't like the word recovery rate is because there is a misconception that you can send a, a, bas- a basket abandonment email and it's going to magically convert people. And mm-hmm. and so it, you know the word recovery in my opinion is wrong because it assumes you're going to get the sale like it's a lost sale, like you yeah. haven't made the sale, you know you are so far away from making the sale. You know if you think that the the average basket to checkout stat, so people who are in the basket, on on like a really good high stat is fifty five percent of people 
should go from mm. the basket to the checkout. And then, when, and then a really good stat from checkout to order is 85%. So yeah. if you think that if you combine those two things together, it's like 40, let's call it 45% of people that are in the basket would go ahead and place their order. So between 40 yeah. and 45%. So, you know, so you, you cannot just assume that people should, well, oh my God, of course, I've sent them a basket abandonment email. They should be buying, you know, mm. I, because it, it is not a clinical transaction. The, you know, the, trans, the, the, the order is not made. So recovery is like wrong. You, you've got to work damn hard to, to, to give that shopper the, the confidence to buy. And yeah. and do all the yeah. things in the right in the right so way. You can't assume. You can't assume they're the almost buyers, and we bang on about the almost yeah. buyers a lot. They're the almost buyers, and we have to do something to bring them over the line. Otherwise, yeah. they would be buyers. So they're not lost. And that's it. They're and so the just, whole thing. Sorry to yeah, just to just to add a little bit more to that point because it's a really big point that that the the almost buyers the whole of the whole point of conversion rate optimization really the easiest place to go to is to convert the almost buyer. And the almost buyers are the, are the people on the website that did everything that the buyers did except buy. You know, they went to the website five times. You know, they added to basket. They spent six minutes on the website. Um, and they just didn't buy. And it's these people that we really should focus on. You know, if a site's converting at 3%, you've got 97% of the people that didn't buy. And we're focusing on the next, like, one percent you know so to know that 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 to get it to four percent and and this is the, this is the place to go it, you know this is the obvious place because you know they've they've shown intent you know they're quite far down the buying window but and but the biggest mistake people make well first of all is not sending basket abandonment emails but the second mistake if you are sending them the second mistake is that you just use the default basket abandonment template that comes with all the email software or Shopify or uh, Magento or BigCommerce or WooCommerce or whatever you're using, you know, you, you leave it as the default and you go, Oh yeah, I, I am. I'm sending basket abandonment, you know? Mm. And when you look at it, it's like, no, actually all you're doing is you've got your logo at the top. You've got the product that they've bought, they've got in their basket and the price and a button that says shop now, Like you're not yeah. adding any value whatsoever uh, into yeah. helping them make the decision, and it's like it's just like a tick box, and it's just not good enough. And and I and I, I mean, we did this exercise with the first time we did it. I think we had about twenty e-commerce businesses all doing between I think two million and twenty million, and we did this exercise, and we said, "Come and come and show us your your basket abandonment emails," and they and they all looked identical didn't they across all yeah. these different e-commerce just brands standard stuff they were just, just standard, standard like, stuff oh, well, yeah and we yeah. said okay how, how is this is this addressing the you know the anxieties that people have when they're going through a purchase you know no it isn't you know is it is it adding any scarcity there to give them a reason to act now no it isn't is it amplifying any offer no it isn't it's not adding any value whatsoever you've literally just plonked a product on the page and gone buy it Thinking well, think that about it. Think about it. If you're in a physical store, if you're in a physical store and someone's queuing up to check out with something in the basket, they put it on the floor and then they walk out. You probably wouldn't say to them, "Oh, you've left your toast through the basket." 
you'd probably ask them, yeah. you'd say, oh, um, you know, uh, is it... Is there something wrong, sir? Is, you know, are you? Uh, well, is it, yeah, are you? Yeah, are you worried? Are you worried? Well, you might. You, you know what? You might say. You might say. You know, I know you've left the basket, your toaster in the basket in the middle of the shop floor. But actually, you know, that is that we've only got two of those left, yeah. and they are selling really, really well. And there's an offer on it this weekend. Yeah. So look, if we Would don't you like buy me to hold it now, that for you, sir, I'll hold yeah. it for you for twenty minutes. Don't worry about it. You yeah. don't do your shopping. And um, yeah, because it, you know, it's, it's going to sell. You're going to miss out. Oh, and look, I'll ring you, you know what? I'll ring you in ten and twenty minutes just to make sure you still want and it. You might, and you might no. even go further. You might say, you know what? If you change your, if you don't, if you get a home and you change your, mind, it doesn't fit with your, you know, your kitchen. Mm. It's no, it's absolutely fine. You bring it back. There's no, no absolutely yeah. no problem. You can take take as long as you need. You know, ninety ninety days, no problem. That's fine. Yeah. Why don't you know, you and actually, it? if you do Why buy it today, today, take it home, try it. And if you don't, if you don't like it, you can come and return it. Like, oh, yeah, I and you know what? If you buy it today. Yeah, well, I'll give you twenty percent off, and I'm going to give you I'm going to give you ten quid towards your next your next order as well, yeah. because I'm going to put you into our VIP. But so basically, that we're going we're being stupid now, but yeah, we're saying we're having a bigger conversation. We're starting got, to start yeah, a conversation. It has to it has to add value, and it has to, it has to get rid of the anxieties. It has to sell the job to be done. It has to add scarcity. It's because I'm trying to kill a mosquito. That's, oh, don't. Maybe they have feelings, too. No, they're for the devil. Uh, no. Yeah. Sorry, a little bit distracted. It's this kind of, it's been very rainy in New Zealand, and then it's gone sunny. So they just, like, love, it's just that. It's just time. cold. It's just cold in England. It's fine. Yeah. Um, fine. So just looking, so, yeah, just so looking basically at the bottom of that, I thought it would be interesting yeah. to say that, like, some people might be sitting there going, oh, my recovery rate's 20%. And um, about to slap you in the face, because if your recovery rate's 20%, it means you're not sending enough abandoned basket emails, which means you're not capturing enough emails to send them. If you've got a ridiculously high recovery rate from your abandoned basket emails, they're not working hard enough. You're not doing enough. You need to go and get more more sent, which is what we say across all the KPIs. Someone comes to us with the add-to-basket rate and says, oh, my add-to-basket rate's 20%. You go, well, you're not sending enough traffic to your site. You're not yeah. making it work you hard. Put yourself under more pressure. Yeah, yeah, it's right. Yeah, you see conversion rates of six, get, seven percent. Get your site to you, the gym. Was was one yeah. in, in my book? In our book, sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, well, that's it. So the other thing to say is that if the average order value is less than like forty dollars, thirty pounds. Then the recovery rate is usually lower than three percent on average, because. If it's something that's kind of like that kind of, you know, like impulse buy or something like that, they don't care. Once it's gone, it's gone. It's not like, mm. you know, if you imagine you're the, the supermarket and you picked up the, the, the mints and put them in your basket, you know, I don't want those mints. Like if someone comes to you afterwards and goes, you forgot your mints. It's like, yeah, I don't care about the mints. It's just like, it's, no, it's, a, no, it's a nothing. It's a nothing. Mm. So um, if you've got a very low average order value, then your abandoned baskets probably aren't going to be a they're not going to be probably a huge deal. Um, it's going to be much more important the higher the average order value it is. So the, the, the higher their average order value, and sometimes like 2,000, 3,000, or even that up there, we're doing a lot more with the abandoned baskets mm. than we would do at like Well, actually, I, I, think, I think, yeah, I think that kind of falls into the question around how long the buying window is. And if, is, mm. it, is it a, a considered purchase? Yeah. You know, yeah. and, and also, are they aware of the problem? And you know, it, fit, it factors into lots of things, doesn't it? But but mainly, I think the the most the most the most important question then is, okay, 
how many to send and when to send them. Yeah. And, you know, well, so the, if let's, you... Let's bring on the next slide, which nobody else can see yeah. apart from us. No. Yeah. No, can you exactly. see me on, can you see me on the camera? Uh, no, I'm not looking at you. I find your face distracting and off-putting, <laughs> actually. <laughs> That's good to know. Yeah. To be honest, your face disgusts me as well. Yeah. It's a good job we live in different countries. We don't it looks like yours. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so like, yeah, uh, the. So well, no, I think I think that yeah I think that that you know the time the the time the when to send them, and how many, you yeah. know, is important. And I think the best the best way of looking at it is is how long it takes people to buy. And you know, so if you're selling a you know rational problem solving purchase, like they need it now. You know, and you you know, you literally maybe have twenty four hours to get the sale. Otherwise, they've they've solved the problem or they bought it for somewhere else. You know, you, you want to hit them quite hard, quite quickly. Yeah. Um, but you know, the other the other factor is is by the time somebody's got into the checkout or the basket, they've probably done quite a bit of research already, and they're they're looking for, you know, really who they're going to buy it from. Now, let me just tell you the main reason why people abandon the baskets. Do you know what the main reason is, Mark? Do you want me to tell you what it is? No. You don't want me to tell no, you? No, I do. Go, just go ahead. You, so the, so the, main, the main reason people abandon their baskets is because, and I'm not talking about checkouts, is because they're just not ready to buy. They're just not sure if they want to buy it. And they're mm. using the basket like a dumping ground. Mm. So that that's that that's really important. Like it's not necessarily because they don't know how much the shipping charge is, or they don't know if you take uh, PayPal, or they don't know if your you know, your delivery is going to be too expensive. It's it's they're not sure whether or not they should buy it. Yeah, and it could be they're looking. Should they buy it? They're going to buy it, but they're, they're going to decide who they're going to buy it from. So they might be able to, if you're selling other people's products and they can buy these products anywhere, they're going to probably be looking for price and availability. Like, can I get it cheaper? Can I get it faster? And is the delivery at reasonable rate? So yeah. and the, you know, they're looking for those things first. Yeah. And well, they might have specific questions people. about it, like, a, like buying a surfboard. They might go, I'm just not sure if that's got enough volume in it to support yeah. my massive bulk. You know, yeah, well, so that, that's the that's the main you know the main thing is they they they're not quite ready. Yeah. So you cannot. So the, the other thing about a basket abandonment emails is if you know we had one particular client that had a really low basket to order stat. It was like and actually it was quite typical for home furnishings. It was about twenty one percent, and it's because they were using the basket like a dumping ground and. And so rather than just saying, here's your basket, mm. again, via email, we actually used it more of a product discovery piece. So we said, okay, here's the products you've added in your basket. And here's loads of other things like it because it helped, it helped them. And that was quite unique. But mm. it was like a, an exercise where you know, we were still helping them find the right product. So it wasn't just about here's the product that you've added. But if it, but but then in other cases, it, it is you have to amplify the things that really matter. So I've gone, I've started, I've gone off a tangent. I don't know why I started that conversation, but I think that's quite important. It is, it is. 
Um, I just thought that the it's quite good to tell people how much of the recovered revenue that you don't like the word yeah. recovery. Usually, they, usually most people are sending two emails. Sixty percent of the recovered revenue comes usually from the first email, click through rate of about fourteen percent. Second email, about forty percent of recovered revenue comes uh, from the second email. So if you're only sending one email, you're missing forty percent of the recovered baskets mm. you could get. Um, the sweet spot we found is around two to three emails in the abandoned uh, series is a sweet spot. So only one, you're leaving money on the table. The first email yeah. sent sooner the better, at least less than five hours is what we're finding. Yeah. 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 So mo most of the time, if you're not sure when to send that first email, you'd normally do it within the hour. Yeah. I mean, some, some, some people we've done it with after 20 minutes. I mean, the, 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 like what Ian was saying about the length of the sales cycle. So if you go to Google Analytics, you look at the length of the sale. If you're um, so, so co companies that have a big long sales cycle, they have a really big uptick on on the on the. Uh, I think it's like twelve day plus right at the end. If that is like majority of websites are like around about eight percent is the uptick at the end of revenue. Um, if yours is lower than that. I like 2% or something really low, that means you've probably got a very, very short sales cycle and therefore you want to bunch up your abandoned baskets a lot quicker. If yours is really high, then, um, you know, which is, there's, there's a lady in the level two program, master's program, um, hers is like 30, 40%. So her abandoned basket sequence can be a lot more opened out mm. and it can be more conversational. She's got a high average order value. And it. she'd send a lot. She'd send a lot more, probably as well. You know, over yeah, a longer period of time, because she's got to start well. a conversation. Yeah, yeah. but it, I think it's. I think the whole abandoned basket email goes goes alongside the welcome programs as well. Yeah, you know, and how you're going to start a conversation with these people? Because remember that what you know the most the biggest reason they don't buy is because they don't know whether or not they're ready to buy or they want to buy from you at all. Not because there's something wrong with your website. It's really. You know, do I want to buy this? Do I trust you? Is it have you built desirability enough or convincibility? Mm. Are there people like me that I can see have done this before? I do I trust you? Do you have to start a conversation with them? One thing that's always, it's always always amazed me is if you think about normal retail, normal retail in a store, people have been selling stuff. Now, how often would you go into a store and not see a store assistant? Never. There's always a store assistant, right? And when we talk mm. to talk about e-commerce and we talk about live chat, people go, oh, I haven't got any resource to do that. And you think, well, you're not having to pay for rent. You're not having to pay for physical space. You're not yeah. having to pay for different stuff. And yet in e-commerce, we've got this idea that we can't afford someone to man sales by chat, um, which is crazy, really. It's just because we haven't done it. And yet there's probably a huge amount of potential sales sitting there in, well, you in just those conversations. Think, you know, you, you average average site converting, you know, if, if you're recruiting in the recruitment phase, you know, it's like 2% conversion rate. Yeah. So you've got 98% of people who don't buy anything. So it's there, and it's, the, it's that, it's, those almost buyers are sitting there. Yeah. Waiting to be led, mm. you know, and loads of times I know you've been in a retail store and you thought, you know what, I'm really close to buying that. And if someone was here who engaged me, opened a conversation, and led me down the right path, and 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 you, you know, you definitely buy. And I know I've been into retail stores where that's happened to me, and I've come out and thinking, yeah, I wasn't even sure I wanted to 
do that. And but I, but okay, I feel good about it now. Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, it, because there was somebody there who 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 helped me. It's a really it took away the it's anxiety, isn't it? And yeah. you can see it on like a lot of the search uh, those chat tools give you the conversion mm. rate if people engage. So it's met way higher. So basically, I mean, so it's the same philosophy that you know you abandon the emails. It's the same philosophy of your live chat. You know, you're not. It's not a. It's not a trans a, a technical transactional thing. Yeah, it is not a tick box. It, you've got to get into the emotional emotional state that that customer's in. Yeah, and think about what would stop them buying, and help them. What about um, what about best subject lines? Can you see? Well, I can. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, the subject lines are really important. You know, I mean, there's loads of them, isn't there? I mean, the ones you've written down here are. It looks like you've left something behind. Oh no, your car is about to expire. You know, I suppose. You know, there's, a, there's an interesting philosophy. I mean, ASOS is quite interesting. That When you add to basket on ASOS, and they certainly used to do this, um, it says we've, we've, added to basket, we've added it to the basket for you. We'll hold it for an hour. So you feel like there's a, a guy in the warehouse who's got your, you know, T-shirt that you've added to basket. Mm. He's waiting. He's, he's got it in his hand. He's waiting to see whether or not he needs to take it to the, the packing station. Yeah. Obviously, that's not true. But you... you, you, you you know that, that emotion there to make people feel like actually you're physically you're gonna you're gonna miss out on this is quite interesting. Yeah, we've put your product aside with your name on it because this is a low stock item. We'll hold it for you for the next thirty minutes. Yeah, something like that. You know, it can can work quite well. It's got to be believable. But um, yeah, you know, something that I, have we split tested. Have we split tested subject lines on basketball? Yeah, we, we've done quite a bit. We've done quite a bit, and and, and it needs to be something that 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 relates to the stuff that, 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 that they've done. So if you're just sending, like, so for example, you've been there and you've done something and therefore we're, we're sending this email. So it kind of needs to link into the behavior. Same thing we used to do with Facebook ads. So Facebook ads, the abandoned basket email, um, the abandoned basket um, campaigns would be very much like, oh, you know, can you come back? This kind of stuff. That's become a lot less effective since that Facebook's become rubbish at tracking people. So a lot of the time you'd be saying, oh, you've left something in the basket. They go, no, I haven't. I've already bought, you know, because Facebook doesn't know yeah. what people have done anymore. Um, but certainly with email, we know a lot more about what people have done. So, we, you know, kind of like, you know, the more we, the more personal we can make that subject line to what they've actually done, the more likely they are to open it. You know, like you were interested in our fishtail range of uh, fishtail range of surfboards. Um, your fishtail is waiting for you. You know, like something that that is more personal. Is going to be because people yeah. are very much into the sale, especially if they're they're buying up from a hobby website or something like that, where they're kind of like into that thing specifically. The more you can personalize it based on what they've done, it's going to it's going to help them open the email and, and hopefully buy. Yeah, makes sense. So, what about um, what about discounts things like that? Because because I, I think you know people will quite rightly worry that well if i i just wait for the basket abandonment email they're going to give me a discount i'll just wait i'll leave my basket you know what do you think about that well because i i have my i have an opinion on this I, I, if you don't. I think that i'd like to hear your opinion because you <laughs> <laughs> well my opinion is is that we should if we're if we are if we've been following our course and best practice, we should have defined our offer offer architecture for our recruitment offer and our and our retention offer. 
And so that by this point, we should know if it's a new customer or it's an existing customer. And therefore, we should be, ampl- we should be amplifying the same things. So if we are recruitment offers a 20, 20 pounds off welcome, if we have 20 pounds off welcome, you know, first customer welcome, that should be amplified in the basket abandonment email. Yeah. As an example. So we just, we're just amplifying the we, offer that know, we've got and we're telling them it's going to run out. There's things that are, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So that's it. We just, we just, we just, we're adding time. That, that's, that's my opinion. Yeah. So, so I, you know, I don't know whether or not you should offer a, an, an extra discount. I mean, what you could do is that you, you, you know, the first two emails are just amplifying what's already there, really putting it in their eyeballs because they may well have missed it. Mm. And, you know, you're putting the return, you know, the refund, re- return guarantee policy, et cetera, et cetera, and all the trust. And these are all the things that, you know, the great things that are happening. Um, but then the very last one or even a fourth one, which we would call like a proper lapsed one, then you could decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little deal. And see, and then see yeah. the stats on it. Take a little bit the stats on it. Yeah. 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 yeah, but often we're we're amplifying the offers that we're sending, and we're time bounding those offers that we are sending. You know, we were yeah. talking about uh, linen. What was it called? Brook linen this morning. Brook linen and like Brook yeah. linen, they've got this ten percent offer with this countdown timer on the top, which is there on every every day, and it runs out at the end of each day, uh, and then it just renews every day. And so, like, if you've mm. got something where people buy something from you maybe once or twice a year. You don't have to be afraid that they know that the offer's just rolling over because most people rock yeah, up at the website it's fresh. and they'll go, no one's going to say, oh, I wish they hadn't got a deal. I wish they weren't giving me 10% off. It's just not what they do. And they go, oh, it's 10% yeah. off. That's on. That makes it this. There's, there's a reason to buy today. It's going to run out. I don't know whether that's mm. real or not, but I, I do need some sheets. I'm going to buy some. You know, it's just done like that. Yeah. It's just done that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've had some good results and fixed money off rather than free shipping, um, sorry, uh, percentage money off, just because it could be clear. Um, we might do something slightly different for like larger basket abandonments, those those kind of things. Um, but it's, it's, it's horses for courses a lot of the time. And there's, I don't think there's any fixed rule with the discounts or not discounting. It's something you split test and it's very easy to split test and you can mm. find the results very quickly. But, but it, you know, again, like we said, we said this morning, we were talking about offer architecture and we said that you can't, you can't before you do anything around discounts or offer or offers you've got to build value yeah you know it has to be it has to lay on top of all the fundamental foundations yeah otherwise it's, it's just well, yeah. there's no if, point if, I don't care about your discount because you're not going to i haven't got the confidence you're going to get the product to me on time or if it if i don't like it's it it's the awareness you know, isn't it it's you, the awareness it's, and the value you've built and if you if you go for the discount and it's not working you obviously haven't built the value so you're better off with the abandoned basket yeah. plan building the value or even trying to have a conversation with them so you can build rapport and move them up well the brooklinen example that we talked about this morning with the group is great because they're trying to get the email address quite early on, well, very early on because it's right there on the homepage. You know, it's like an overlay and they're not thinking about basket or checkout abandonment. They're thinking about like the whole journey that that new customer goes through about how we can warm up the brand, start a conversation with them and they're doing welcome series emails. I mean, you get loads of emails or if you do that, with Brooklyn and one of those emails is basket abandonment emails. But by the time you get there, you know, you feel like you've, you've got to know the brand and you, you've got so much more confidence and trust and they've built that desirability up and the convincibility. The best brands who do well are think, relentless. They're, 
They realize yeah. there's more money. Email, you mean? Yeah, in the, in the, there's more money in the people who could buy than the money that you would, you would, you would piss off. So you might get an extra 50% of revenue, but you might yeah. piss off 10% less. So you might, it, it, it's, it, they are relentless. And, and some people like, don't want to do that because oh, I don't want to send emails. I wouldn't want to be sending them. You know, like, it's kind of like, but you've got to make a choice. You, know, you either have a business that you like <laughs> or you have a business that doesn't, you know, you can't, it's, it's, it's having a balance. Mm. You, you have to work out where the balance is for you. And, uh, totally. And, and, and just, and also just to pick up something you said before, you know, the average time, the average amount of people who come to an e-commerce website that buy in a 12 month period, it's like they might buy one, one and a half times a year. If you're lucky, Yeah. you know, that, that's average. So it's fresh to them. You know, you're sitting there thinking, oh, God, all these emails going out, all these abandonment emails, all these welcome series. Oh, my God, people are going to get really pissed off. No, they won't because they're only buying from you once a year. Yeah, yeah. So go for it. In terms of devices, people are 20% more likely to abandon on a mobile phone. So the abandonment email needs to look good on a phone. Go and check yours on the phone. Yeah, and sometimes that is the glue because – it's changing a little bit now, but sometimes people use the mobile phone as the kind of starting discovery piece, and then they tra- they actually transact on their mm. desktop. Mm. You know, it's a bit more of a considered purchase. So sometimes getting the email from the fo- to then come to the phone and then they pick it up on the on the um, desktop. Yeah. It's the glue that takes it together. Personalization. Makes we sense. do a lot of personalization. We talk about sending not just the abandoned basket email, but like. You know, emails like, I noticed you were looking for uh, at our XYZ range. Do you have any questions about a hit reply and I'll get right back to you? It's like opening up those conversations conversation with people who have those questions mm. and it's a giving them an easy way to do so. So, you, could, you know, if you think about it, like let's yeah. say you went to buy, um, I don't know, a picture on um, Goldmark Gallery website. You put it in your basket. They've got your email address because you're on the email address list and you leave. And then they say, oh, you've gotten this picture in your basket right and then then like about an hour later they go hi ian i saw you looking at um uh the monet um do you have any questions about it now they've opened up a channel with you for you to ask a question if they didn't do that and that email yeah yeah and that email that you just said there about that last one there you know if that came to you looking like a personal email from outlook that somebody sent you know, I'm, 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 and, it, and it's coming from a real name, not sales at mm. goldmarkgallery.com, you know, from Peter at goldmarkgallery.com. You know, yeah, I'm far more likely to respond. You know what? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Let's um, say, let's, let's yeah. see, the thing can is, I, you'll have buy a, it? You, you're looking million. at the money for your yacht and you've got a question about whether, whether it's big enough to fit the space on your yacht. And so, you know, if you think yeah. about it, you want to ask a question, you've got to go onto the Goldmark Gallery, you've got to look at the Contact Us page, you've got to find the email, you may have got to ring them up. There's loads of friction there, but suddenly you've got an email in your inbox, you can just hit reply. You've opened up a channel. Well, you're starting a conversation, aren't you? are making it easy for them to yeah. engage and start a conversation, which is exactly what you do in a physical store or in the actual yeah. gallery, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we also use the nine-word email as well. Sometimes, you know, are you still looking to buy something from those kind of things? And that can be, that can be good. Um, Messenger opt-in can work well for abandoned parts. If you know, if you've got them from Facebook advertising, that's one of the main drivers of your traffic. Um, Getting Messenger opt-in to use abandoned carts, and you can kind of uh, get them on Messenger. Um, 
you know, you could do it with a chatbot flow on the website, say, would you like to um, get they sent to your messenger? Yes, I would. It opens a messenger. You've got them on messenger. They abandon basket. You can say, oh, here's your product you left in the in the basket on messenger as well. So there are other mod, other me- methods you can use to to um, talk to people about abandoned baskets, not just email. Um, yeah, exactly. So one of the reasons why people abandon the carts, there's, there's a survey in front of us. Well, I think the top, I mean, the, 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 the top one is that they're just not ready to yeah. buy. You know, they're, yeah, they're but not why? Deciding. Why and wouldn't they, they be ready to ones... buy? I mean, there's reasons. Um, you know, there's what's the friction? Well, I mean, the, the, okay. I mean, the study goes... To be honest, I, I mean, think the study yeah, in front okay, of us is crap. Got, we've, well, that's why I was. That's why I wasn't. That's why I wasn't. Yeah, because it it's like all about unexpected shipping costs. It's about having a great user account. It's like conducting research to. But I mean, this it doesn't tell you yeah, anything. And it also says long. In, no, and it says long. Nine percent of people are banned because it's a long and confusing checkout. And I, I, I actually completely disagree. That we've never seen a significant gain of checkout to order stats. It's like one of those bullshit checkout. surveys where you ask people and they, they answer a question because they don't really yeah, know. So why have we got they it don't here? know why they abandoned. <laughs> they just kind of were looking at it. And no. For some reason, they just decided it wasn't right there and then. And, um, yeah, I think you've got to be very careful with surveys, survey answers. Yeah, well, they're, they're easy, you know, they're easy to sell on blog posts, aren't they? Yeah. You know, it's obviously, it's completely different. It's depending on, on what the hell you're selling. I mean, they, okay, and, and the main camps will fall into... Are you selling other people's brands versus your own brand? Like that is exclusive to mm. you. That's big because if it's your own brand that's exclusive to you, you've got to create desirability or convincibility. Um, but if it's your other people's brands, you know, you've got to convince them to buy from you, not necessarily buy this sonar speaker. You've got to convince them to buy this sonar speaker yeah. from you, yeah. not somebody else. And I think the other the other camp that it falls into is is it a, is it a, a problem solving rational purchase or um or a, or a lifestyle one? And if it's a problem solving rational purchase, you've got to you've got to have convincibility. And if it's a lifestyle purchase, you've got to add you've got to create desirability. Yeah. And then it's facts. Is, is it you know what's the average order value? Is it considered purchase? What's the buying window? How long does it take to to make them make the decision? Is it months? Is it a day? Yeah. You know, there's loads of factors. Yeah. It's it's like. It, you can't but, ignore but it, though, Kenny. You can't ignore it. You've got them on the hook. Someone's about to buy. That's where you should be yeah. working. That's where you should be optimizing because, like, you should optimize. Yeah. Well, I think. I think sometimes. I think the only. I think the only legitimate things we've seen really affect the checkout start or basket to order start total is is if the shipping cost is really high. Yeah. You know, like like it's like, you know. The average, you know, you're selling something for twenty pounds, and your shipping delivery cost is like eight. Mm. You know, that's like what oh, bugger that. You know, so you know that's when it, that's when it's or it or it takes too long. You know, it's like oh, it's three to five days, and I can, we did I get, I some get it for next day. Or we did get tomorrow. some games on the checkout. You know, remember when we did that? We brought the product picture onto the checkout, and we also well, brought we, yeah, the uh, ability to down the, right the ability side, to add more items. Just, on the, yeah, no, well, no, 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 there are, but what that's doing is that's adding trust and credibility mm. and it's increasing the average order values i mean but what we're saying is it doesn't tend to be because it's a five-step checkout is is worse than a three-step checkout no no you know it, it tended to be we we, we realized the checkout was quite resilient 
So we could add, we could do more around the average order device. We could do upselling inside mm. the checkout. Mm. And we, but the friction mainly tended to be uh, if the delivery cost was too high or it was too slow um, or, you know, they weren't accepting a PayPal, like a PayPal yeah. or a Klarna or a, you know, payment method. So there's very few reasons. So it doesn't. It didn't tend to be a technical reason they didn't check out. It tended to be an emotional yeah. one. They weren't ready, or the trust wasn't there, or what happens if they don't mm. like it, or there was no offer architecture. And they thought, oh, "I'll come back later," and they just yeah. don't. You know, we think we all think, "Oh, yeah, you know what? I'll add that to my basket and come back later." Well, think about it. If you're on a, you know, but if you're with on all a good intentions, but you I've don't. Got, here's you my, one of my metaphors, Ian. You ready for it? Oh, right. okay. So you're on a yes. you're on a bike on a road. It's been a while. You're going down a hill, and you see there's another hill coming up, right? So if you speed up going down the hill, you probably might make it over the bump, yeah, because you've put some speed in. If you don't put any effort in, you probably will just halfway through the the hill on the other side, you stop. So that's a bit like the checkout. If your if your checkout is failing. You've, you need to put more momentum into the people going into it so that, that they come through the basket knowing they want to buy it and that they, they're convinced and everything's been done and they'll get, they'll get over the hill. So it's not necessarily, I mean, surely if you can make the hill smaller and, and reduce the friction, but a lot of the time it's the momentum they go into the, into the checkout. Because you, you haven't done a good enough job getting yeah. them, pushing them fast down yeah. the hill, I suppose. So we're just looking at, can you see the questions that people point, asked yeah. on the emails, um, just to make um, sure we've answered the questions? Yeah. Um, do you want to cover the GDPR one? Go on then. So, um, so someone says, I yeah, think okay. the number one cut to... <laughs> Why are you trying no, to get we'll, we'll answer it with diplomatically. I think the number one thing to cover okay. is the legality yeah. of sending to EU customers under the GID. GDPR regulations. My understanding, they should restrict opt-in to these, uh, which means the take-up were very low. Most people having success of ignoring GDPR and capturing emails once entered on the checkout, etc. Some authority would be interesting. So, like, like yeah. we're not lawyers. So, you know, our official view is to uh, say use GDPR to the letter. Uh, but at the same time, if I was an e-commerce site, I would be looking at what the big competitors are doing in my industry. And I will be following following their lead because they're they're the most likely to get the finger slapped with uh, with those before you. Um, also, yeah. um, you know, there's 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 the, there's the idea of legitimate intent, legitimate interest, um, which could be argued. And um, mm. yeah, and I think that you know, everybody interprets it in different ways. But I can tell you that the majority of e-commerce brands that we work with have interpreted it as um, that you, that as long as you have one of the three, which is legitimate interest, um, creating an account but not buying or signing up to a newsletter, you you can then email as long as you opt out. But obviously, I'm sure people will be some saying, pe- yeah, that's well, some wrong. people take it but, very. But this is just how I people mean, our have customers have been extreme and, and, examples. And think, one thing, like we're never going to email. I would just say people are going to email everybody. Yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, exactly. But I'll say the only other thing as well is sometimes the, the discrepancy between it becomes because of the following situation that if you are John Lewis and you are selling barbecues and so say somebody, you got a customer who'd bought a barbecue off you, then you wanted to send them an email about a telly. Well, it's completely mm. different. Whereas if you're only selling barbecues, 
and things that are related to barbecuing, barbecuing, then you you then you could fall under legitimate legitimate also, interest. The ma- so like, another depends, way to get the massive but, amount of uh, baskets is when you send the email just to make sure the email is passed the address is passed to the site. So if you're sending them an email in the first place, obviously you've got opt-in to send them email and therefore you can do an abandoned basket on them. Yeah. So if you, you're making sure all your systems talk. Yeah. So what Mark means is if, yeah, what he means is if you, if you, if you, from an email campaign, somebody clicks through from an email you yeah. have sent them, when they get to the website, you should know who they are because it's come from yeah. your email account that you've already sent and therefore you can then follow those yeah. guys up. And most, based on what they've done, browser abandonment. We've answered most of these questions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think so, yeah. I mean, just on, the, on the GDPR one as well, I mean, you know, so you, you know, if you're going to do a welcome, because obviously, if you, like the Brooklinen example, you know, we want to get the email address as soon as we possibly can. And, but, and you basically say, well, by, you know, you might give them an offer, you know, 10% off, 20% mm. off, 20 pounds off, whatever it might be. Um, in order to get that offer, you get their email address, and by by putting your email address to this bot, you were agreeing to sign yeah. up to our newsletter, and therefore you can then trigger, you know, all of these yeah. abandonment programs. Um, there is some training on this as well in the show notes. If you want to get the training on the abandoned baskets with the the presentation that we're looking at, I think is is what we're sending out. So um, pop your email address in that, and that will send that to you. Um, as always, we try and include something something that you can download off each episode that helps helps you along. We've just only started doing that recently, so don't go back and look at the old ones where we're walking around the neighbourhood um, when we were just having a chat. But now we're getting a bit more organised, so that's good. Um, but yeah, I think we've covered most okay. of those questions. To be honest, I think I think we've had a, a decent a decent good. stab at it. Um, I think yeah. it's you get into the you know you get into the weeds with these kind of things and and obviously when we talk to people we can kind of give them a better experience but I think I think that there's a lot there that people can take to to improve what they've got don't you think yeah yeah I totally yeah and I think the best thing to do is have a look at if you've got it set up have a look at your abandonment program and then ask yourself is this adding any value other than here's the product you were looking at. Yeah. Do you want to buy it? You know, is it, you know, have you just ticked the box? Of going, yeah. Oh, I'm doing it. One thing you I was know, thinking you, in my mind, one thing I was thinking helping? in my closing statement was when we're optimizing a website, we optimize from left to right. So left will be the, um, you know, the advert level or the, 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 the bounce rate. So that's where we're starting right on the left. And then we're optimizing through the bounce rate to the ads basket, to the ad to cart, to the cart to checkout, to the checkout to order. And we're, we're moving from the higher level to making sure there's anything in the funnel. But whilst we're doing that, when someone adds someone to the basket and we've got their email address, we are massively focused on getting the sale of those people that come through there. So we're not kind of like ignoring. So we're almost kind of doing it from both ends. We're kind of optimizing right at the top. But as soon as someone mm-hmm. drops into our radar, we're effectively there's a there's a lot of hustle that goes in there to get those sales out of those people, especially at the beginning, because you've got to get those initial sales. You've got to understand those customers. You've got to open the conversations with those customers. Even if you've got a low average order value at the beginning, I would want to be talking to everybody that abandoned basket to understand who they are, what they're buying, why they didn't buy, what we can do for them, what what was what wasn't clear, what you know, like those. That's gold because those are 
the customers who should be buying every single day and they aren't quite buying yet. So what didn't we do to get them to buy? And therefore we can kind of optimize from the right to the, so left to right, whilst at the same time learning from the data we've got. So think about it from burning the candles at both ends, which is obviously going to make you tired, but yeah, that's what you want to do. Yeah. You're absolutely awesome. right. Awesome. Thank you very much, Ian. You're absolutely right. Thank you. Nice one, Mark. Thank you. Chat to you next week. Well, or later, tomorrow.